I don't know what to say, really. Three minutes till the biggest battle of our professional lives all comes down to today. Either we heal as a team or we're going to crumble. Inch by inch, play by play, till we're finished. We're in hell right now, gentlemen. Believe me. And we can stay here, get the shit kicked out of us, or we can fight our way back into the light. We can climb out of hell. One inch at a time. Now, I can't do it for you. I'm too old. I look around, I see these young faces, and I think, I mean, I made every wrong choice a middle-aged man can make. I, uh, I pissed away all my money, believe it or not. I chased off anyone who's ever loved me. And lately, I can't even stand the face I see in the mirror. You know, when you get old in life, things get taken from you. I mean, that's, that's, that's part of life. But you only learn that when you start losing stuff. You find out life's this game of inches. So is football. Because in either game, life or football, the margin for error is so small. I mean, one half a step too late or too early, and you don't quite make it. One half second too slow, too fast, you don't quite catch it. The inches we need are everywhere around us. Hell yeah. They're in every break of the game, every minute, every second. On this team, we fight for that inch. On this team, we tear ourselves and everyone else around us to pieces for that inch. We claw with our fingernails for that inch. Because we know when we add up all those inches, that's gonna make the fucking difference between winning and losing. Between living and dying. I'll tell you this, in any fight, it's the guy who's willing to die who's gonna win that itch. And I know if I'm gonna have any life anymore, it's because I'm still willing to fight and die for that itch. Because that's what living is. The six inches in front of your face. Now I can't make you do it. You gotta look at the guy next to you. Look into his eyes. Now I think you're gonna see a guy who will go that inch with you. Yeah. You're gonna see a guy who will sacrifice himself for this team because he knows when it comes down to it, you're gonna do the same for him. Yeah. That's the team, gentlemen. And either we heal now as a team or we will die as individuals. That's football, guys.
That's all it is. Now, what are you going to do? Hey guys, it's RJ, your favorite podcast host of Instagram and YouTube fame, Teletalks. And we got something a little a uh, little bit of a surprise for you, don't we? Why, yes, we do. We're switching it up a little bit because Will's a bum. Yeah, fuck you, Will. Yeah, Will, you're off the show. Literally, he's not here. Yeah, he's not here today. So we replaced him with someone better. Wow, that that was your cue, bro. I don't know if this new guy's going to work out. Yeah. What up, everybody? So glad you're here. It's Coolio with the flow back in your rear. It's not a fantastic voyage, but I'm still on a mission to see if I can get your attention. Now, I need to drop some information, just a little attitude for your education. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, Adam, what's going on? Wow. Um, just chilling. God, God damn. Most I of said, "God damn!" Living in the Amish paradise. Yeah, Jesus. I'm filling in for Will. I hear, um, I hear he's on vacation, and I hear oh. he didn't tell you that he was going on vacation. Yeah, how you, how you gonna fuck that up, man? How you yeah, gonna Will. fuck that up, Will? It's messed up. Yeah, that was about as shitty as that carnival ride you're on. Yeah, Ooh. that's some fucking. I feel like that's that's a death trap waiting to happen. Oh yeah, I thought Florida was bad. I mean, Florida still is bad. It's pretty bad. It's we, fucking well, Florida. As bad as Florida is, at least we have decent theme parks. It's yeah. like the one thing we do. You right. have a decent theme park. Ah, uh, no, you got a couple. No, I feel it, like he. It, I feel like he does got a couple. But I feel like there's a plenty of podunk ass fucking like shitty little little amusement parks in Florida, just like there is in fucking fucking tennessee well we got of course you know the big one disney world we got universal bush gardens sea world lego land there's a lego in there yeah lakeland uh and that's about all the ones that are matter (laughs) anyway so what are we doing today boys we're gonna argue and fight yeah, we got some uh, great feedback. Really, actually, not 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 too many commented on it. But when me and um, me and good old Joe here went on about NWA, and so it got us thinking about a little bit of a special thing that we're gonna do from time to time. We're gonna try it out this episode since Will's dumbass isn't here, um, and I'll let Joe explain what we're gonna do. All right, so. When we do these special fight episodes, it could be anybody. At this time, it's me and RJ, because, of course, Will is a bum. And we're going to bring in a special guest, you know, moderator, referee, host, judge, however you want to call it. And that person's going to give us five categories based upon the main category, which we're going to talk in. Today's category will be movies. So Adam will come up with five different categories, and then me and RJ will have to, off the top of our heads, pick what we think would be the best you know, fit to argue our point on. And then uh, as we argue, Adam will take down all of the information he needs to take down and, you know, interject as he needs to, and then decide who had the better argument and who won that fight. And after the five fights, he's going to pick a winner at the very end. And uh, 
we're not going to win really much of anything. It's just to kind of have some fun and kill time. So wait, question. So we're not doing point by point where we're going to go who won overall? Well, I mean, of course, it's going to be point by point. But if, if he wants to pull a curve, well, say someone had one really good argument and then four they lost, you know, he thinks that one is so much better than the other one. Hey, I'm the moderator here. I'm the judge. It, it's, it's up to the judge to here. Do you, and, man. And so just to clarify, here's an example. Let's say I, I, I give you the category of movies in which Coolio was in the soundtrack. And Joe Gangster's says, Paradise. "Yeah, well, Joe says, Gangsters Paradise, oh, no, Dangerous Minds. Called. It's called yeah. Dangerous, Dangerous Minds. Dangerous Minds. <laughs> shit. And, Gangsters and then, Paradise. That's the song, man. RJ says, Nothing to Lose, which is a much better movie oh, in my opinion. And <laughs> I, so, so my mind would immediately go, Nothing to Lose, because I like that movie much more than Dangerous Minds. But that's not the idea here. The idea is whoever has the best uh, argument. Much like how I was correct about Easy E being the front man of NWA. Yeah, except we all disagree with you. Suck a dick. All right, let's do it. Do you want me to start? You guys ready? Yeah. Let's do it. Kick that let's intro, motherfucker. Come one, come all. Step right up and get your ticket to tonight's main event. Watch as two titans of misinformation go head to head in an epic winner takes nothing battle royale which will determine once and for about a week who knows more in the left corner all the way from the left coast of america hailing from san diego better known as the whale's vagina checking in at 290 pounds and standing six foot tall you know him the world's foremost expert on telecasters biscuits and gravy and various sex toys Everybody's favorite asshole, R.J. Smith. In the right corner, because he's always right. Coming to you from America's disease-ridden phallus, the great state of Florida. Weighing in at 250 pounds and towering at 6 foot 2 inches tall. The man who peddles all his goods is bourgeois as fuck and never takes the time to check his specs. Mr. Like by himself, Joe O'Rourke. And referee today's epic showdown, the man who will let him hear, Adam Rohrer. So grab your best girl, get down to the theater, and cut a hole in the bottom of that popcorn bucket. First category. Major motion pictures in which... In their former life, they were a book penned by one Stephen Edwin King. It. Shining. Who wants to go first? You I'll, just I'll go, you go, man. First. This is a free-for-all. All right, all right, all right. Fun. So, Shining. Reason why it's a great film. One. It's done by probably arguably one of the greatest directors of all time, Stanley Kubrick, regardless of how you feel like me personally, not the hugest fan of the fan base of Stanley Kubrick, but the guy knows how to shoot cinema period. I was clearly going to just argue about how much crap you talked about Stanley Kubrick in the last episode we had. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. At, at the end of the day, his shit is studied in film scrolls because of how great of a director he really is. Now, it may not be the greatest uh, book to film adaptation. And we all know Stephen Hawking isn't too thrilled about it. However, it 
he did what it needed uh, what was needed to be done to make it a great film okay he he we all know Jack Nicholson is great, but the fact that he was able to direct what's her face to actually give a halfway decent performance is quite impressive. Um, just the opening intro of the fucking movie with like the winding roads and shit is just beautifully done. Beautifully done. Um, and, but what's up with all the hedges that were shaped like animals that were randomly there? Like, it happens. It's a fucking old school hotel. I guess. What the fuck? I mean, like, wh- what do you want from me? Anyways, and the reason why I will say it's better than it. Oh, actually, clarify. Um, can you tell me what version of it? We're talking about the actual cinematic release. It chapter one, correct? Yeah, the one that just came out with the, the clown in the sewer. <laughs> they they had they both have clowns in the well, sewer. The one that literally Fuck came out me, like dude. two years ago. <laughs> okay, there you go. Because yes. t- I was gonna say if you're trying to do the Tim Curry, that was actually a TV series. T- yeah, miniseries. No, I'm talking about film. Okay. Anyways, just making sure you knew because you know you don't know shit. <laughs> well, no, I don't fact check. I know a bunch of shit. It's just not usually right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways. I think while it is a great piece of cinema, it's entertaining. I don't think we're going to like continue to talk about it in the following few years versus the shining. The Shining's so good. Fucking Stephen King can write a fucking a follow up to it. Like what? Like 30 years later. And, and, and fucking people are still interested uh, with it. You know who sucks though? Thirty seconds to Mars. You know, <laughs> Jared Leto. Fucking, you're you're supposed to be judging this shit, not commenting. It just reminded yeah, me of the I, video. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so that's why The Shining's better than it. All right, so The Shining, while definitely a great movie, no one can argue against it being a good quality movie. It doesn't really hold up to the test of time. It gets some really corny parts in it. You know, it. When you were a kid and you watched it and there wasn't a lot of modern day horror type stuff, it really, uh, you know, it did strike a chord back then. But nowadays, it just, it does not hold up. Like, the whole axe through the door, here's Johnny, just it just is corny. <laughs> the the whole red rum writing, I don't know. I just, it's it, it, it I can't watch it anymore to the point where, and then like, show my kids and they think, oh, this is so scary. It's just, it's just not. However... Clowns are always scary. I don't care where they come from. There's no such thing as a non-scary clown. Um, and if the whole point of watching a horror movie is to have that sense of fear or that sense of startle or sense of whatever you want to get thriller from it, it really should have something that, you know, has that to it. And when you think about the fact of, as a parent, which you're about to become also, Losing your kids is one of those things that really, really scares you. You know, I'm not scared of a lot of things. Like, I don't get scared of animals like snakes or spiders or anything like that or nonsense like that. But I do get scared of my kids getting abducted by serial killers and pedophiles and all that kind of stuff. And that's what that clown was. He lived in a sewer, put red balloons out to attract little kids in there. And if you go back to the book part of it, they had some weird orgy in there. But that's nope. a whole different thing. Nope. You can't bring in the book. No, Are saying, we allowed no, to bring up the book? Well, I'm saying it's different from the movie, of course, but that was like, 
the weirdest thing. And then there's a bunch of kids floating in a sewer at the end with this giant, like, and, and I, I know it's like, it's fake and it's all CGI, but when you look at that clown, you kind of get like the chills, like the whole like goosebumps and like, Oh, that's not very good. Um, also the kid from stranger things was in it and he was pretty good. And Bill Hader plays his grown-up version, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Oh, my God. Bill Hader's the fucking best part of that fucking goddamn movie. The second one. Just real quick. Anybody who's seen it, go see it. If you haven't. I haven't seen the second one yet. Uh, dude, he's the fucking dude, best the part casting, of the movie. The casting but, is perfect. But I like that you made my next point. They made a second one, whereas they didn't make a second Shining. Bullshit. Guess what? It's called Dr. Dr. Sleep, Sleep. And it's coming out with Aaron McGregor. In your Suck face. a dick. Boom. Fuck you. But and not only out. that, not only that, it's a fucking sequel because they want it. So, people want it so bad from a 30 year old fucking film. They want a sequel. This was just planned from the beginning to do chapter one and Booyah. chapter two. Yeah. Wait till it comes out, though, and see what the reviews are going to be like on it. Because at this point, it hasn't come out yet. So it's kind of hard to like say, oh, is this good or is this just hype? Because you're like, oh, Stephen King can't do no wrong. And now all of a sudden. You know, this movie comes well, out. Well, that's could be bullshit because he did fucking, he fucking let people do the fucking gunslinger fucking book, the Dark Tower or oh, whatever. Dude, don't, don't. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's done a lot of wrong, but in people's that's minds That's my favorite right now, book series, and I have never been more disappointed in my whole life. We're, we're looking with, with. You're wait, not the only one. Hold on. You've never been more disappointed? Did you not watch the last season of Game of Thrones? Oh, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> I like that, dude. I'm uh, in the minority. Anyways. No, I think. I'm sorry, but the thing about it is I, I understand the children thing, but can we talk about like, okay, actually, no, I got, I got a thing. I feel like the old lady in the shining is much more scarier than the fucking, what do you want to call it? The painting monster chick old lady. Do you know who I'm talking about? And it, yeah, I, I no trouble, but I'm not really oh. worried about her. I'm worried about the clown. The clown is like, but it. that is the clown. Yeah, but the old lady and the and oh, you didn't see chapter two, did you? No, I haven't seen chapter two. Okay, but I was talking about chapter one, anyways, not chapter two, because that's a whole different. Uh, that's a whole another beast. I know. But anyways, I, just, I just saw it, so it's fresh in my mind. Okay. Yeah, same I'm, here. I think um, we got to cut this one off, unless you have like one more sentence to say. No, it's fine. I got it. It's All right, fine. we're gonna cut that one off. I'm going to tally the scores at the end, and I'll tell you the results then. So we're just nice. going to move oh, on. Oh, shit. So we're not even going to know who. Oh, yeah, okay. that's, I, I actually like that better because okay. then it keeps, it, comes, it keeps it a surprise. All right. All right. Fine then. Fine then, motherfucker. All right. Next topic. Movies starring the pride of Smyrna, Georgia. Julia what? Roberts. <laughs> Wait. Can we? Can it? What? Where's she from? Smyrna, Georgia. That's pretty funny. I never heard Smyrna, Georgia before. Oh man, is that where Smyrna ice comes from? I don't know. Smyrna ice on Wikipedia. I'm going with Pretty Woman. How could you not? Boom. Where you going with? Yeah, that's like the only one everyone can think of that she's in. No, because oh, so I have I have ones. two, I have two movies that I can go with, and Pretty Woman's one of them. I also uh, I can throw out suggestions okay. if you want to just take I'm one going, and run with. I'm it. going with Ocean's Eleven. 
man, you're going to fucking lose this one. One, well, she's not even like fucking in the movie. She she's is. A suppo- she's a glorified supporting class. Hey, she's <laughs> in the movie, and my whole point is to argue the movie, not her. The rule was she was in the movie. All right. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. So, <laughs> Which movie's better? Oh, man. I kind of... And I'm not talking about Oceans 13 or Oceans 12 or Oceans anything else. I'm talking about Oceans 11, the original heist movie that came out, you know, had every twist you can ever want to have in a movie. You never know what's going to happen until the very end and it blows your mind. And this was before the whole trend of making heist movies came out. This was like the one that set it on fire. Yeah. Yeah. And just an all-star cast in that movie Uh also. Yeah. the whole Vegas setup. The God whole, damn it! I'm thinking of like so many better vault. movies than Pretty oh, Woman. Sleeping with I'll the enemy. Fuck Come myself. On. Yeah. I was like, I like now I'm thinking about. I'm like, oh yeah, she was in Charlie Wilson's War. That's a good one. Oh yeah, she was in the fucking Mexican, and the Mexican's a fucking hilarious movie. Oh my God! In, in, in you fucked that one up, she, Jerry. She is the third um, build cast member after, only after Clooney and Brad Pitt. She's even ahead of Matt Damon. Well, yeah, because that was back when Matt Damon wasn't shit. And Bernie Mac. And he was at the top of his game at that point. R.I.P. Yeah, recipes. R.I.P. All right. All right. So what? Okay. Continue your point. I'm sorry. Okay. So my, my point is, I followed the rules of the game better than you, which is half the argument of I didn't You just came know. up with the game, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I know. I got a fucking finally, handicap. Finally, I can fact check myself. <laughs> God damn but, it. Just... In general, I'm going to say a heist movie is better than a movie about a guy who falls in love with a prostitute and tries to make her pretty. Whatever. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. You know what? Okay. First of all, first of all, let's talk about, let's, let's just talk about the cast of Pretty Woman. You got some classics in there. Okay. Who does Who's the leading man in that movie? Come on. Who doesn't love richard gear okay His back hamster? in the day i, know I do oh god <laughs> his nope. durable doesn't damn damn shut the fuck up all right anyways no but fucking richard gear julia roberts jason alexander's in it. Yep, yes he is and he's fucking just a piece of shit yeah, oh really my is. god he's a piece of shit in that movie Anyways, man, okay, one of the best things about that movie, it's it's so fucking, like, just, it makes you feel good. When she gets turned down by, like, with help by the, like, the, the people at the shop and she goes somewhere else and spends a shit ton of money and then comes back and, like, rubs it in the face, that is, like, one of the most satisfying things ever. It's fucking like come on you never been in like a guitar shop like a little mom and pop shop like i remember one time i i went there with like cash in hand to like ask for this good like to play this guitar and potentially buy it and they wouldn't let me play it because they didn't think i had the money so i literally pulled out the hundred dollar bills that i had in my fucking wallet and just to see their eyes it is satisfying okay so that's why that scene pretty much is better than anything in oceans 11 but, but do you know why that feeling is satisfying because you pulled the wool over their eyes and you heisted them because they weren't expecting that and then you, you came up you with can't the interrupt best. shut the fuck yeah. up i'm not done 
I'm just going I'm to agree along with your point. Your point is great. It, you know, it's, it's awesome when you don't see something coming and then all of a sudden it just makes you come out as a winner. No. Anyways, also <laughs> give me a good old fashioned rom-com any day. Give me Bobby. just just a good, simple, feel-good story about love, heartache, and not kissing on the lips. Okay? The, pro- the problem with romantic comedy is it's too easy. Like, everybody can make it because all you have to do is, like, lean on, like, a couple points of, oh, are they in love? Are they going to get together? Or are they not going to get together? But then something comes in. It's just too much of a predictable format. Give me something where I don't know what's going to happen, where I can't watch the story and predict what's going to happen next. I want to, like, be... Did you really think they weren't going to get the fucking money? Shut the fuck up with predictability. You didn't know how they were going to get the money, but you knew they were going to fucking walk away with the money. Like, don't give me that bullshit. I didn't know that. Oh, suck a dick. Anyways, back to what I was saying. Rom-com. Okay. <laughs> Julia Roberts. I would say as a character for her specifically, it's a better performance. It's not so stereotypical. Oh, she's my ex. No, this like really like shows her just just young and, and fucking naive at, to some extent. Because I, I would say that her as a uh, lady of the night, she's pretty naive in this film. And I can appreciate that because all she's trying to do is just get by and make, make, make a living. And she happens to fall in love with a, a very attractive, very rich uh, Edward Lewis, as I believe is his name uh, in the, in the movie or Richard Gere's character. Like it's, it's just, I never makes you feel good. That terrible Roy Orbison song ever again. The Pretty Woman. Because it's just a stupid song. And it makes me hate that movie just because it shares a name with that song. I want something cool. Sinatra-like kind of vibe where I'm in that Vegas. That old feeling of like, you know, the cool kids club. Like, you know, the guys that are walking around. And like, each guy's got his own part. Like, he's the brains. He's the brawn. He's the muscle. And then together they come together and form Voltron. And they get away with all the money. And they, you know, the good guys win, even though they're actually the bad guys. But that's what I live in, shades of gray. I don't want, like, a well-defined hero and a well-defined villain. Give me something where people have some kind of depth to them. Okay, okay. Also, let's talk about your bullshit villain in your fucking movie. Or he's technically not a villain because he's not necessarily a complete bad guy. But fucking Andy Garcia literally ruined the fucking Godfather. Literally ruined the fucking Godfather, but, but honestly, and he the, is a terrible villain. Like the who real get... villain is casinos in general. No, yeah, because they 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 take all the money from people because that's it's a rigged system of their casinos always the house always wins. So but, in this case, but, the house didn't win. Who gives a shit? Like that's just like you really think all of them gave a fuck about who wins like the casinos. What? They didn't do that at the end of the day. Fucking George Clooney got his little fucking heart broken and fucking wanted to get his bitch back or get at the guy who fucking took his, his lady from him. Like seriously, no, that don't give me that bullshit of like, it's a metaphor how casinos are evil or casinos are the bad guys. Suck a dick. He just wanted revenge over Andy Garcia. Yeah, how Andy Garcia got a girl over George Clooney makes no sense either. 
See, yours is more fiction than mine. Think about Fan that. Fiction. Think about that. That hot trash. Okay. Also, like that's cool. That you know, you got you got George Clooney and Brad Pitt. That's fine. You got Matt Damon, Bernie Mac. Cool. But there's a lot of duds in that fucking like, in that lineup. Like, for instance, uh, the the fucking like nerdy dude. Um. Casey Affleck. <laughs> no, really not cute. not Casey. Not Casey Affleck. No, because him and uh, the other guy is supposed to be brothers. No, I'm talking about the other dude. Um, Eddie Jamison. Jamison. I don't know. Livingston Dell. Do you know who I'm talking? About? Oh, oh, real quick. Also, let's talk about one of the worst accents in the fucking world. John che- to Don Cheadle's character. Oh my god, his British accent is fucking atrocious. Like, it is disgusting. Well, he was just coming off Hotel Rwanda. Like, why? Why? Why did you need to put on that accent? Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you why, but he made that the choice, and as an actor, he can do that. Also, now here's what your your movie's historically inaccurate. If if this girl was a prostitute back in the 1980s, she would have had track marks up her arm and looked like total disgusting trash. She would not have looked like Julia Roberts. No, I beg to differ. Because it took place on the strip, and that was at the highlight of fucking goddamn hair metal and shit so i i so I, yeah she definitely would have had track marks no because track mark that i feel like that wasn't a thing till like mid 90s who needs to turn off their fucking phone what the timer. Telling, timer. So you're telling Time's me up. the days of the hair metal bands what they weren't going crazy with heroin and all kinds of no it was that. cocaine and fucking alcohol and heroin no that was like didn't, the 90s no what's his name uh the, the guy from motley crew didn't he like uh also die? From here, or no, he killed somebody in a car crash because he was like, no, he 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 died for like a, a certain amount of seconds. We're talking that's about that's right. He uh, did die, he came back, he he didn't he didn't actually die. He, he fucking did, but were... the guy who was with him in the car died, yeah, whatever. Anyways, point fucking being, <laughs> they do address the druggy problem with like her friends, but not everybody's a druggie. Some people just got a fucking shitty hand dealt in life and they gotta do any way they can to fucking make some money. Okay, because they even talk about how she's reluctant to be a streetwalker, but she's got to do it for some cash because at that current moment in time, she doesn't have any other options. It's not that like, you know, she's been doing it forever. I feel like there's always at least some other option. I mean, McDonald's does hire. Tell me where there's a McDonald's on the strip of Los Angeles. Tell me. I'm sure there's got to be one. Suck a dick. All right. Moving on. Google Mapsing this right now. Moving on. (laughs) <laughs> it doesn't count unless you can look up the map from fucking the ni- 19 uh uh fucking 1990s when the movie came out but i think it give me google in- let me get a google earth because it has historical how what is that true yeah in, in google earth you can go to historical images at the bottom there's a, a little time clock thing and you can like scroll back and see satellite images from the past that's kind of amazing okay fine whatever it really is. all right <sighs> Fuck you. So sorry, Adam. You Fuck you, Adam. You right. fucked me on that one. <laughs> all right. I'm bored. Let's move on. Okay. We need more Adam talking. Um, all right. Next category. Movies that are rated PG. 
based in the in the 1990s or made oh, in the 1990s. Made in the 1990s Released or in the made? 1990s. Released okay. in the 1990s. Released in the 1990s that were PG. Wow, this is going to be fun. Uh, this might take me a second. I might have to cut some, some time out here. No, no, we can't cut. Stuff. This is fucking... We're uh, doing it live. so many. So we're many fucking those. doing it live. Um... Man, this is how we do it. This is how we do it. It has to be PG. Yeah, PG. It has to be PG. It has to be PG. It can't be below. No. Fuck. PG. It can't be G. You can't go to Disney movies. I was gonna say because I'm like I'm gonna pull out the fucking Lion King, motherfucker. Nope. Uh, oh, there's many. so many good ones. Man, you want me to throw out some suggestions just no, so you get your... No, suck a dick. No, no. We're go- we got computers. I'm going to Google this shit. Well, it's taking you forever to Google this. I already Googled it. I'm going to fucking need Two you to ago. fucking eat my dick. No. <laughs> no, thank you, sir. And uh, I'm going with... Give me a second here. I'm going home alone. That's, That's the first one that came up. Yeah, I know. And it's the best <laughs> one. <laughs> There's a reason it's the first one that came up. Surprised you didn't go Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, dipshit. I could have gone Free Willy since he's not here tonight. We freed him from the show. (laughs) Actually, I might take my my Home Alone back. Oh, oh, I'm going with Back to the Future 3. Fuck you. Okay, then if you're doing that, I'm taking Jumanji, the original one. Oh, Oh, shit. (laughs) I just wanted to make sure you didn't want that one before I I changed my topic. I'm going Jumanji, the Robin Williams one. Oh, dude, that's a great. Oh, fuck. Terrible movie. So my argument is RJ just said fuck because he didn't pick this one. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'm going to talk about how fucking. Excuse me. Sorry. Excuse me again. Back to the Future 3. Reason why it's a better film is because it comes from a better class of movies. And I'm sorry, but like it's the perfect way to wrap up the trilogy that is Back to the Future. It really is. I like, and not to mention, if it, it actually has the future. Worst Back to the Future movie there was. Easily. Easily the worst Back to the Future movie there was. The, Why? The, the, Lent- first of all, there were so many loopholes in that plot. It was ridiculous. Um, it just, it was, it's impossible. And then like, it wasn't very good. It just was not a good movie. It was a love story. Like about the doc falling in love with this lady. Yeah, it was just he, gross. It was they gross. didn't want to go back. And then somehow they couldn't get to 88 miles an hour without driving a train off a cliff. <laughs> well, you know what? And the whole like Indian scene that was kind of racist. I mean, but that was back. That's back when it was okay to be racist. And, like that. and you know how any movie you can tell the franchise is done? They make a western. Man, like, I got like, nothing. I give up. I'm tapping out on this one. <laughs> like, fuck, let's just man, I can't about, even think about oh, this. Let's yeah, just talk yeah. about how great Jumanji was. <laughs> Oh. I want to move on. I'm going to move on. Joe, you're getting that one. 
Um, well, can we at least just for like two minutes just talk about how great the original Jumanji was? No, I don't like Jumanji movie. at all. You don't like Jumanji? No, what? I thought it was so boring. Why? Uh, so good. No, I don't you're know full why. of shit. It's also, not to mention that like CGI was pretty good for back in the day for being such a... It really was, yeah. It, it, yeah. Like the monkeys when they're driving the uh, cop car down the road. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or... How about like Robin Williams completely like effing that guy's like life up when he put the shoe on like on the assembly belt and broke the machine and let him take the fall for it? Yeah, what a dickhead. I know. Oh my god. I'm just I'm thinking about like all the fucking other movies. I could have gone with Mighty Ducks. Oh, I could have so done fucking Hocus I said, Pocus. So many. I could have so done many. Nightmare Before Christmas. Space Jam, motherfucker. Space Jam. Close so running. Bitch. Oh, cool runnings, man. Jamaica has a bobsled team. Sister act. Honey, I shrunk the kids. Yeah. Fuck, man. There are the, a ton of great people. The Iron Giant. I think this category should just win the argument in general. Fucking the Iron Giant. All right, Giant. this category wins. Both of you lose. <laughs> God damn. Wait, wait, hold on. I won this one already. What the hell did I just do? <laughs> <laughs> we might have to add another one. We're moving through them pretty quickly. All right, okay. uh, next one. Sports, your- sports movies. Any given Sunday. Oh, man, it's one of my so... favorite movies ever. Give me a second. I don't even like. You, you know start, what? You can start, Joe, if you need. All to. right. Any given Sunday was an amazing movie. First of all, Al Pacino, Cameron Diaz, Jamie Foxx, a ton of actual NFL players. And it was based in Miami. Like what more do you need? The Miami Sharks when uh, it's, it's, it's the true underdog story of where like the hotshot, you know, rookie comes in to, to take over the spot from the backup or the original quarterback who's getting older in his career and, and, you know, long in the tooth and, you know, everyone wants him to keep playing and he gets injured and that hotshot young guy comes in and just takes him all the way to the championship. It reminds me of how Tom Brady came into the league. Drew Bledsoe was there and this guy, Tom Brady comes in, backs him up, comes into the league and just lights it up on fire. No one believed in him. Boo, no one thought he could do it, and boo. he just did it. Oh, I hate Tom Brady. I'm a Dolphins fan telling you how this is good. So that tells you how much I believe in this argument because I'm willing to give the Patriots credit for something at all, period. I'm about to, I'm about to whoop your ass right now. And a guy's eyeball gets knocked out in the movie when he gets tackled and rolls across the end zone. Nice. Okay. So. Oh, I forgot about that part. So here we go. And Cameron Diaz. Mm. Here we go. I got him fucking beat by a mile, Adam. You want to know what I'm about to do? If it's not Hoosiers, then get the fuck out of here. No, it's fucking Rocky. Fuck you. Boxing's a sport, bitch. Rocky's one of the greatest movies of all time. I agree with you, but I'm going to let this one go. But I actually thought about Rocky. I I thought to myself, if one of them says Rocky, will I let that go? Because that's more of like a combat movie. It's not a combat movie. It's about fucking boxing. That's a sport. I'm going to let it go. It's about Philadelphia. It's about stairs. And it's about that song. And that's about it. No, no, no. It's about everything (laughs) that you just mentioned, but even fucking better. It's about the underdog. It's about a guy who's maybe a tad too old to be boxing, even at that time in the first Rocky. But it's truly about the the process and the the determination 
that it takes to like overcome adversity and just be the better. And you know, what's even greatest great about this film. It doesn't even go with the stereotypical cliche. The guy fucking loses the fight. And I arguably, I think that's the best thing about it. It's because it, it, it subverts expectations. It makes you feel good. Regardless at the end of the day, you still feel like he won even though he didn't, but still, I truly think Rocky is one of the greatest pieces of cinema history ever. And so just by that standard alone, it far surpasses anything you could even mention. I don't even remember the fucking movie you chose. That's how forgettable your movie is. No, any given Sunday is the greatest sports movie ever. Al Pacino takes has been the coach of this franchise forever. They disrespect him. They don't care about him. The, the, you know, the, the original owner who was Cameron Diaz's dad dies. She takes over the team, wants to try to change the team and make it more modern, but he wants to keep things the way it goes. So he proves by doing it his way that it doesn't matter. He's going to win anyways. And then at the end of the movie, when she finally comes through and admits, you know, you were right. I should do this. He says, fuck you. And then takes her star quarterback and goes to another team to coach it because he's not going to deal with that bullshit. Cause he's a fucking boss. Dude. I'm and sorry. It's Al Pacino. It's Al Pacino. Al Pacino is way better than Sylvester Stallone. Maybe, maybe in an, if you had a different Al Pacino movie, I would agree with that. But you're literally talking about Sylvester Stallone's greatest performance. Greatest performance he's ever done in his entire life. You obviously never saw Expendables 2, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Shut the fuck up, Adam. All right. Al Pacino, Dennis Quaid, Cameron Diaz, Over the top. You ever hear of the movie Over the Top? LL Cool J. Um... I don't Ladies love Cole James. Original Jim Brown was in the movie. Lawrence Taylor was in the movie. Bill Bellamy. I mean, this list goes on. If you, and okay, on real and quick, on. I'm going to give Charlton somebody. Charlton Heston was in the movie. Hold on, Joe. I'm going to give somebody an extra bonus point if they can name another movie that Jim Brown was in. Wasn't he in the original Longest Yard? Well, that's not the one I'm thinking of. Um, it's PG 13. Oh, Running Man. No. He. He, Running Man's rated he, R. Isn't he boxes. It? He fights. I'm trying to not give it all away. Oh, Mars Attacks. Yes, Mars Attacks. Yeah. Let's he talk about that. shitty Tim Burton films. Okay. <laughs> uh, How dare you? That's great. Yes. Tim Burton films are all awesome. There's no shitty Tim Burton films. <laughs> you are fucking a stone cold liar. Nope. I, I called love the, all the Tim Burton films. Suck a dick. Yeah, cho- Chocolate Factory. That that one's terrible. Okay, never mind. You're yeah, right. Yeah, see, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Good thing that was Adam arguing and not you. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and that wasn't even the topic. Any Given Sunday's a better d- movie. Cameron Diaz in her young form, amazing. In her young form. In her young form? What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? This is like something about Mary era. I'm sorry, but Rocky, a fucking for, for soundtrack alone would beat the fucking movie Any Given Sunday. It had no, I don't think so. Really, well, I gotta look at the any given Sunday soundtracks. I remember it had really, songs on it. it had Trick really, Daddy on it. Really, really, you're really gonna argue against fucking what song Rocky? other than Eye of the Tiger? Do you know the fucking actual theme song? Okay, 
here's here's the artists alone that are on the any given sunday soundtrack missy elliott uh mob deep outcast trick daddy and trina which shut up which i'm actually like a generic ass motherfucking movie from the 2000s no, that's one of the greatest songs. Like, ever. like, Fox. like this sounds like this sounds like it's been roped Hold in on. with. No, shut the fuck up. I'm not Kid done. Kid Rock, Hole, oh, DMX, Jesus Mystical, Christ. Swiss Beats. You're not fucking helping your situation when you mention fucking Kid Rock. Remember, okay. this is the '90s. This is the. This is not like now, Kid Rock. This is like when at the top of his ball career. with the ball, baby. Yeah. I'm sorry, but. And I forgot the fact that I'm in the movie any given Sunday. I'm an extra in the stadium in one of the scenes. Really? They did an open casting call to fill up the Orange Bowl because they needed to have like people in the crowd for one of the scenes, and I went out to the game. And, How old and were you? I was 17 because I was in high school when I, when I did it. It was like my junior or senior year of high school because it happened in 98 or 99. That's pretty cool. That's an extra bonus point. Um. So why does that fucking matter? If anything, that's a fucking mark against it. You had fucking Joe's ass in it. You can't see me, but I'm there. <laughs> I'm telling you, like I, I, I feel like the only reason I haven't made my argument stronger because I don't feel like I fucking have to because it's Rocky. It is a fucking the greatest sports film of all time. Like period. It's not even really sports. Oh though. fuck it's, off. It's, Fuck it's off. two guys. I would argue fucking NASCAR isn't sports. NASCAR uh, is definitely not sports. <laughs> but fucking <laughs> boxing is. It requires physical skill, training. It may be an individual sport. It's not a team sport. But that's not what he fucking said. The, the fucking actual topic is best sport movie. He didn't say team sport movie. Well, he said best football sport is movie. the best sport. And so if he said the best sport movie... The best board is football. That's also false. Nah, it really is not false at all. Football is definitely the best sport. Technically, I didn't say that. I just said sports movies. So I know. Just I'm saying. trying to like I'm just saying. steal arguing words. <laughs> he's no, he's, no works. I'm telling you. Like, I don't feel like I need to argue, Rocky, because like everybody knows I'm fucking right. You, Rocky and any given... Who gives a flying fuck about any given Sunday? Me? That movie's amazing. Yeah, you're the only one. He stars in it. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm, I have a starring role as um, extra 2,745. He's 4,500 40, on the call sheet. He's yeah. 4,500. I'm like in that one episode where D played featured extra in the M. Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> also, let's just... Which, that's a much better thing to come out of Philadelphia than Rocky. Also, I will argue why Rocky is better. Rocky has a legacy. It has a franchise behind it. Not any given Sunday. It actually has a real franchise behind it. And it's still relevant to this day due to fucking Creed. Like the Rocky character is is fucking a staple in cinema history because of this film and because of what it started. Hey, uh, Trick Day, can you help me out here about any given Sunday? Uh, yeah. Get it. Hey, what? RJ. Dollar. Uh, 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 uh. RJ. Suck it. Uh. Both of you hey, are RJ. just too fucking wild. Suck it. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. What's up? Shut up. Shut up, RJ. What? <laughs> Whatever. I'm fucking right, and y'all know it. No, you're not. 
All right, moving that's on. The, that's moving the title on. track from from uh, any given Sunday. All right, I need to lighten this up a little bit. We're gonna make things a lot happier and brighter. Let's brighten. <laughs> Fuck you, Adam. All right, you guys ready? You ready, RJ? Joe keeps jumping on the good ones early. You ready? Whatever. Go. Major motion pictures about a serial killer. Ooh. I want to make sure I get this one right. <sighs> serial killer. Silence of the Lambs. Mm, damn, that is a good one. That is a really good one. Oh, you just said serial killers. They could be fiction or actual, right? I'm letting you interpret yeah, I mean, it I don't how think it you has want to. to. Okay. Like it's a movie based around the, the premise okay. of a serial killer. Then I'm good. Then I'm good. I'm going to go with Saul. Actually, mm, I didn't think of Saul. Hmm. Okay. Anyways. All right. I guess it's I guess we're it's my turn since we're kinda like doing that, right? Going back and forth. Little one sure. two one two, little dance, little dance. I'm leading this one. Alright. Silence of the Lambs is it literally is so good it started a genre. It started the thriller genre. Okay. Not only is this movie about trying to catch a serial killer the way they try to catch it is with a serial killer okay hannibal lecter the man himself put the lotion in the basket wrong character dipshit no, you're not allowed to fucking comment <laughs> that was a bob billy or what was his name bob oh, yeah, my bad. what was his name again are you talking about the actor or the actual character? The character. It was like... Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Bill. That's what it was. I was thinking Billy Bob. Buffalo Bill. Yeah. Billy Bob's from fucking Blue Varsity. Stop <laughs> no. thinking about fucking sports, Joe. <laughs> well, I'm watching the Hurricanes about to beat Virginia. There was like a minute left in the game and it's 17 to 9. I give it a 10. A 10. A motherfucking 10. Billy Bob's best quote of that entire film. Anyway. <sighs> What's his best quote of Bad Santa? Billy Bob's in Bad Santa? Billy Bob what? Thornton. He is no, Bad Santa. Uh, no, I'm talking about Billy Bob as in like Billy Bob the fucking character in Blue Varsity. Yeah, I'm talking about Billy Bob Thornton. Or Varsity in, Blues. Uh, I can't even think straight. He's Fuck in Green, Green Day. <laughs> Anyways, back to... <laughs> Fuck me, dude. Who's tapping? Joe, stop. Was that... That's not me. <laughs> like, I had to think for a second if it was me. God damn it, Adam. Anyways, yeah, so Saul's better. <laughs> no. Fucking Silence of the Lamb is a far better portrayal about serial killers. Um, but it's so fucking boring. No, it's not. Oh, my God. It's so slow. When you're watching that movie, I fall asleep. Like, no. It no, is so ridiculously no, no, no. Fucking every time Anthony Hopkins is on the screen, he steals the show. Yeah, steals he does, when Every time he's not on the screen, it's boring as fuck. That's not true. I, I feel like that's completely false because... Like, okay, for instance, a scene where he's not in there is when they're fucking thinking that they're, you know, they found the right place and, like, they're breaking in. You're like, oh, they're totally going to catch it. And then turns out it was a completely different place. Like, the way that shot 
is awesome. uh, The character Buffalo Bill. I mean, that scene alone is iconic to where they make they parody it in comedies because of how golden it is. Let's not start about movies that started a trend of parody movies because that's exactly what Saul did. Saul is like the modern day movie that started every movie that's like this now. There are so many movies that have come after Saul in that same vein. And the best part about it was he's a serial killer who got people to kill each other and kill themselves. He didn't even have to do the killing. Then he's not a serial killer. Yes, he is because they wouldn't be there if it wasn't for him and they wouldn't be in these situations if it wasn't for him. So he is killing through someone else. How amazing is it to have someone else do your killing for you as a serial killer? It's pretty great. Isn't it? It's, it's amazing. And the intricacies of the plot. When that movie first came out, before anyone knew, like, this is what Saul is, that shit took everyone by surprise. No one saw that movie coming. Like, no pun intended, Saul it coming, but... I remember seeing that for the first time, and it spawned... You want to talk about sequels. Now, I'm not talking about good sequels, but it spawned. (laughs) Sequel after sequel after sequel after sequel. It's like... It killed Final Destination. That's how good it was. Final Destination was Saul before Saul was Saul as far as coming out with a movie every Halloween. Now it's Saul. Okay. Saw is corny as hell, but it's way better than Final Destination. We can all agree on that. Yeah, Final Destination was that good. But it's not better than Silence of the Lambs. Like I said, it literally started. Has Anthony Hopkins' character at Silence of the Lambs ever been the the feature character of Halloween Horror Nights? Whoop-de-fucking-do, Joe. Like, whoop-de-fucking-do. No. Anyways, Hannibal Lecter is a far more interesting character than Jigsaw ever was he might be more interesting as a character but the movie's not more interesting as a movie i would disagree because all you're watching for fucking fucking size it's just torture porn and that's all it is it 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 started a terrible genre in my opinion like hostile and all those other fucking movies that came after so great fucking hot trash Okay, give me something where a fucking guy doesn't blink at you and fucking terrify. Like, just, he literally steals the scene every single fucking time. Hannibal Lecter, like, they make fun of it now, and I don't want to do an impression of it, but it was legit scary when he's fucking talking about the fucking last guy who tested him. You know, the whole I ate his liver with uh, uh, kidney beans and a nice uh, Chianti. And just the whole. Great line. However, I prefer my Anthony Hopkins in this world. Oh, got another reason why mine is better. Uh, Mine has a uh, cum shot in it. (laughs) A full on facial. (laughs) A full on facial, I might add. That's pretty fun. <laughs> so, it's pretty good. so you know what? Fucking, I win. It uh, fucking like yeah. Mine has a tricycle. Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> Come shot. You say tricycle. You know, it's a potato, potato. Not to uh, mention Hannibal's the ending of the movie. Hannibal's escape fucking ripping off a dude's face and putting it on is awesome. 
it is an awesome movie, and it's a and much he fucking better, beats the shit it's, up. Be- it's a much better quality and written movie, but it didn't do as well as Saul did because people don't really want to watch boring stuff like that. <laughs> like people want dumb, easy to watch shit. No, I disagree because, like I said, it sparked a genre, which is the thriller genre as we know it. Um. Also, give me one second here. I mean, I feel like a movie should be thrilling to be considered a thriller, and that's not very thrilling movie. It doesn't keep no. You on it's the edge of con- your seat. it's considered uh, suspense. Also, just a fucking um, just a put this in perspective you want to talk about oh well it blah 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 like it didn't spark a trilogy silence of the lamb still made more money than fucking saw and 1990 money i cannot believe that 272.7 million dollars versus a 103.9 million dollars all right but let's talk about the total franchise what it what it no no you can't pull that bullshit no you said souls made over a billion dollars we're not talking about the franchise we're talking about the movie that you chose overall my movie made more money than yours hold on it made more money at the box office saw one at the box office But then let's talk about how much it cost to make versus how much it made. Okay, let's 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 do it. I really don't know the answer on this one. Okay, well then shut the fuck up if you're not gonna <laughs> present the facts, Dick. I have no idea. You do, when you, do you I can't tell me facts? you you can't tell me you got you got a bigger dick and then not whip it out to prove it. I right? yeah. Shut the Joe. fuck up. Whip it out. <laughs> oh, here we go. Production budget. Uh, God, I can't figure this crap out. If they made a lot of money compared to what they spent. I'm still waiting for actual fucking proof. It's so hard. Fucking, they don't tell you because they don't want you to know. Come on. I give up. I don't care. Exactly. Suck a dick. Suck a It only dick. took 18 days to shoot, so that couldn't have been that expensive. No, it was a low budget film. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure because it wasn't that great. You just said Saw wasn't that great. No, the movie itself wasn't great, but it's not the point. The, the point doesn't have to be that it's great. The point is my argument has to be better than yours. <laughs> I feel like you just proved that your argument's not better. Uh, all right. So, all right. Are you satisfied oh, with that real one? Qu- I'm satisfied. No, 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 no. Real quick, <laughs> I just want to throw this out because I just found out the production budget. So yeah, you only spent one. Uh, Let's see. Let's do. Let me get my calculator out. Hold on. I have the numbers. Give me my fucking calculator. Give me my fucking calculator. So, your you uh it did uh one hundred and three point nine million. Uh, minus uh, the budget was one point two. So you did a hundred and two point seven million dollars. Okay. In profit. In profit. That's not including advertisement, which is a factor that doesn't get added to the the actual production budget, but it does does I matter. Which doesn't matter. Ninety ninety eight percent word of mouth because people are like, "Did you see this movie Saw that just came out?" Doesn't they matter. They didn't really advertise it much in the first one. Still, retrospectively, 
my had a budget of 19 million but it made 272 million dollars that's still a profit at 253 million dollars therefore mine still made more money than you even though it had a bigger budget and how many of those millions do you think anthony hopkins got because if it's not 19 million it's not enough no they don't make 19 million per film not back then you just blew through my joke. My joke was he deserved to get every penny of money from that movie. Whatever. It movie doesn't matter. Point being sucked. is mine made more money. If you want to talk about money, film for film, mine made more money. Boom. All right. Here's where we're at. We've done five categories. We have a little bit of a conundrum here. I'm going to run. We've done five? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. One, two, three. All right. So Close I'm going to run through my thoughts on these real quick. We have a few minutes left. All right. First one was uh, Stephen King movies. Um, so just off the bat I gave this one to Joe for for the main reason that RJ was kind of hanging on the whole Stanley Kubrick thing which is fine that was the the movie but when I mean with Joe's clowns are legit scary let's be real and and also I mean if we're thinking about this as a horror movie um so with Joe was specifically talking about it chapter 1 and as he said as a father watching that movie that creeped me out because we're talking about like kids being killed and i said that i just saw chapter two and this is the kids growing up and it didn't have near of an effect on me because these are you know adults being killed not children so i don't know for whatever reason the first one messed with me more so anyway i gave that one to joe the next one was uh what was the next one you don't even fucking remember <laughs> oh it was the pride of smyrna georgia Jolie roberts, roberts. <laughs> um <laughs> Fucking a. Let's see. Where are we at Smart with this one? Oh, I gave, okay. Off the bat, I gave this one to RJ because Pretty Women, uh, his arguments were just uh, better. Let's face it. All Joe said was that she was in the movie. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I mean, this shouldn't factor in, but I cannot stand the whole like Clooney, Brad Pitt friendship. Hey, we're all wacky doing pranks on each other on set. That is so annoying. So It really was. Yeah, they're they're out. All right, so uh, next one, uh, sports movies. No, I think next no. was PG movies. Correct. That's right. And we decided, because Jumanji's a terrible movie and Back to the Future 3 is the worst out of them, but I do love the Back to the Future series. Nobody wins that one. I win that one. Uh, okay. Sports <laughs> movies are next. Um Joe, you said Ocean's Eleven. RJ said Pretty Woman. Wow. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm reading the wrong one. Sorry. Damn, uh, you're a terrible judge. I'm terrible. Sports. Okay, I got it. Joe said Any Given Sunday. RJ said Rocky. Uh, Joe had the great argument. Trick Daddy. Great soundtrack. Ball with the ball. Um, he gets an extra point because he guessed Jim Brown uh, beating up the Martian and Mars attacks. Also, Joe stars in this movie. Extra points. But in the end, I'm still giving it to RJ because Rocky is the best movie of all time. And Thank you. Philadelphia. Oh, that's only because you're bam, from bam, Philadelphia. Bam. Hey, hey. I'm the judge. That's all I'm saying. Uh, it really is a great movie. I used to watch it with my dad. My dad showed that to me when I was really young. I had the whole cassette tape, all five movies in a box set. Um, so uh, RJ wins that one. The last one, Serial Killers. Um, where are we at here? One, two, three, four. This is the fifth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Joe said Saw. Uh, RJ said Silence of the Lambs. Um, let's see. So I'm trying to think of what your arguments were. I didn't write anything down. Joe. You should have written it down. Yeah. 
Um, that Silence so, of the Lambs was boring. Yeah, it was boring. Saw is definitely more entertaining of a series. Silence of the, of the Lambs is, I think, an all-around better movie. That's just my opinion. But based on your arguments, I'm giving that one to Joe. That one was really close, though. Um, I was fi- I was finding myself leaning towards RJ because I like Silence of the Lambs a lot better. But I think that Joe had the better argument. I think that puts us at. I think well, I want to know the I want to know the reason why he I'm I'm <laughs> contesting this one like like I'm challenging it like I I want to know Hold on. I had the better argument for any given Sunday but because he's from Philadelphia he picked it <laughs> no 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 I want to know what, what what was the argument that pushed you towards him I don't remember I just circled his name he wins <laughs> it's two to two Fair enough. works for me it's two to two we crossed out the '90s movies. I'm doing an extra sudden death bonus round. We only have a couple minutes. This is a winner take all round here. All right. Two two. all right, all right, fine. Uh, I came up with an extra one quick. Okay, uh, movies produced, directed, or written by one Quentin Jerome Tarantino. Pulp, Pulp Fiction. Fiction. Oh, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> I first. I, okay. Listen, I'm scratching that one because you both said it. All right, New, something besides Pulp Fiction. Um, Reservoir Dogs. Django. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. This is going to be a lightning round. We're going to do this whole thing in Real quick, three the reason minutes. why Reservoir Dogs is good, it really sparked what Quentin Tarantino is known best for is his ensemble casts. Okay, um... Also, he did this movie when nobody thought it was possible. They wanted to give an outrageous budget. Nobody wanted to fund it until he came around and said, no, I can do it on the cheap and pulled it off. The fucking uh, the diner scene in that movie is fucking great with Steve Buscemi bitching about how he doesn't fucking tip is fucking that entire entire like dialogue scene is fucking great. Okay, um, let's see here. It it also has fucking stuck in the middle with you. The best use of that song ever. Okay, cutting off an ear. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen the movie, what the fuck are you doing? Go watch it. Um, it's fucking brutal when he cuts off that ear. It it's 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 tense. You're fucking uncomfortable. You, the guy is truly fucking psychotic. It's amazing. And it fucking, it, it shows there's no honor amongst thieves because fucking nobody believes who the fuck is, you know, a cop and who isn't. And fucking, it's just overall a better film. And it's the film that started it all. It started the man's career. It is a fucking classic. All right. Django movie's amazing. It makes you actually be able to watch something that's in a very uncomfortable period and with a very uncomfortable subject and actually make it an entertaining movie. I didn't think I could love Christoph Waltz anymore after Inglorious Bastards and Django proved that that's not true because I could love him even more as a character in Django than I did in Inglorious Bastards. Rick Ross, A Hundred Black Coffins, phenomenal song. And to win this, you're like Samuel L. Jackson in that movie and I'm like Django and you're just sitting there trying everything you can to be pissed off of me and I shoot at you and you're like, and you go, I count six bullets. And I said, I count two guns. And then I shoot you and blow up the house and walk away with the girl. 
Rick Ross is a Miami artist, right? Yeah. Of course. Big he fat is. guy with the beard. Yeah, I know he is. Yeah. All right. So here's my take on and this. And it was a lightning round. I went a lot faster. Than yeah, that. that's that's true. That's true. Um I think that I I mean I like Joe's argument. Um RJ said fuck too much, so I don't know. I didn't like that. <laughs> it's but, Quentin Tarantino. Okay, listen. Are you, listen, you going to penalize me for up. saying fuck wait about a minute. Quentin? Put a little boom in it. He, he also says other words we're not going to say. Yes, um, he does. But it's kind Especially of annoying. It's kind of annoying that Joe only picks things that are Miami based. So <laughs> wait, Django wasn't based in Miami. No, just Rick Ross. He, he said Rick your Ross. Your was fucking Rick Ross, dude. I only brought that up because you brought up something stuck in the middle with you. I was right. matching you song for song. So all those things factored in, it is a tie. Uh, suck it. What? Uh. Yeah. Okay. Bullshit. Suck it, RJ. What? Uh. <laughs> What's up? Okay. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. Are those bugle boy jeans you wearing? Hell nah, ho. You know they polo. And Trick Daddy went to my high school. All right. I took NyQuil like a half an hour ago. We better end this. So. The real winner today is Adam, and the real loser is anybody who just listened to that's this. That's true. That's that's fair. Point. You just call all of our listeners losers. See, well, this mean, is why I'm the I'm the fan favorite. I would I never call anybody losers, losers. As in, they're losers. I mean, they lost out by wasting their time listening to us rant on. That's, that's fair. That's fair. That, that's fair. Okay, fine. Anyways, thank that you guys. Fun, that was a lot of fun. Thank you so much, Adam. You're welcome. Adam, tell tell the people who you is, what you do, how yeah, you let do. Them yeah, what I do, uh, um, I had I have a podcast, although I haven't recorded an episode in like three months, so you know, slacker. Whatever. You should get tricked out on your podcast. Yeah, I tried. He's <laughs> like, nah, uh huh, okay. Um, so shut up. I might be able to talk to him for you. You know, I got some connections. Yeah, Miami connections. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I I actually purposefully took the months of September and October off just because this is a really very crazy time of life for me and my family just because school started and sports and I'm coaching my son's soccer team and doing lots of other things. So something had to give and that was the podcast for now. So I have plans to start it back up in November, which may or may not happen. I don't know, but you're welcome to follow me. You can follow my Instagram at let them hear. I still try and post things about guitars and stuff, but if not, you know, whatever. And if you're really cool, you can be in Adam's core. That's true. Be in my core. Yep. Me and Will are in his core. They're in me. And, and I really want to say thank you to the MVP of this episode, and that would be Will, because if he was here, this would never have happened. That's true. What's RJ doing playing with bottle guns? Really yes, I dropped. I, 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 <laughs> I was I was bored of y'all motherfuckers. Um, thank you so much, guys, for listening. Um, if you like this episode and you want to hear more stuff like it, let us know. Uh, in the group and let us know your guys's uh favorite sp- or what you consider best sports film best movie featuring julia roberts from smyrna georgia pride of smyrna georgia jesus christ fuck Did me you know that? i didn't know that eric roberts was her brother did you know that i mean i assumed and emma roberts also if you know who that is look yeah. her up she's in like a, some stuff too she's a lot younger anyways tell us your oh. your and guys's tell us who best. you think we actually won this argument yeah, let's start a poll. When this episode goes live, let's start a fucking poll and 
tell us who won. Okay. Yeah, I mean, in all fairness to me, you may be like, Adam wasn't a very good judge. It's like two in the morning. They record this thing so late. It's Friday night. Pussy. I just got off work. I'm sick. I'm drinking alcohol. I took Nyquil. I'm not on. Yeah, please don't die. Please don't die. Yeah, Will. See what you did to Adam. Real good. It's your fault, Will. Thanks, Will. Anyways, thank you so much, guys, for listening. Have a good one. Yep. Later. I need a honey black covers for a honey bed. Me and a honey black grape so I can lay they ass in. I need a honey black preachers with a black sermon to tell from a honey black Bible. Why we send them all to hell? I need a honey black coffee. Black coffee. Black coffee. I need a honey black seen a hundred niggas die i put that on my life lord i wouldn't tell a lie unless it had to do with mine in the middle of the night killers coming for your life all he want to do is shine i broke off the chains only the realest remain see you praying to jesus but will that help ease the pain seen a brother get slain for a jar full of change yeah, that post on the block Look like I'm Big Daddy Kane Is you a cat or a mouse? What? Keep them rats out the house Lot of scars on my back, nigga Tattoos all around Hundred dead bitches Hundred black coffins Money on his head, bitch I'm trying to make a fortune I need a hundred black covers For a hundred bad Me and a hundred black grapes So I can lay they ass in I need a hundred black with a black sermon to tell from a hundred black Bibles. Why we send them all to hell? I 